When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. Well, I can't say co-host. That's how it's going. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, this, this episode, I, I like this episode. It's not the best, I think, after, upon rewatching it, but, uh, it's pretty good. You could save that till the end of the episode, maybe. I will. Well, I'll explain my reasoning. This is season two, episode 14, Principal Charming. So as you could probably guess, this revolves around Principal Skinner a little bit. Do you think it's like Prince Charming, like a knockoff of being Prince Charming, not just, and then oh, using sure. Principal Charming? Oh, for sure. I think that I think that's where they're going with it. Yeah. Uh, this aired on February 14th, 1991, which, I mean, did they know this was going to air on Valentine's Day? I mean, <laughs> when you they know, made this I episode? guess it would have to be, it would have been planned. I bet yeah, it was planned. It had to have been planned because... Uh, in the recap, Bart benefits when Principal Skinner falls for his Aunt Patty, who has who has Skinner, but doesn't want him. So it's a love story on Valentine's Day. I know, it's so beautiful. And, and I'll I, tell you how it ends. <laughs> uh, chalkboard gag this week, I will not belch the national anthem. Now, was this at a sporting event? Maybe it was at a... Well, well I, I'm trying to think. I'm like, they sing the Pledge of Allegiance, and you can't pledge of allegiance to Bart. Nope. And so... I, I'm a, I think there are some schools that start the day with the National Anthem. Really? I mean, I've yeah, never heard I, I of think, that. I've only heard of the Pledge of Allegiance. I, I have, I believe I've heard of some schools starting with the National Anthem. However... People who sing the national anthem tend to take too long singing it, so I would feel belching it, as disrespectful as it is, would take a very long time, and nobody would enjoy that. No, but it'd be funny. It would be hilarious. Our couch gag, Simpsons sit on the couch, and it turns into a sleeper sofa, and I think this is our second repeat in a row. In a row. In a row. Uh, That's crazy. Simpsons, come on. Get your stuff together. I mean, I'm, I'm sh- glad in the later years that they're all, you know, new. they're all new. Either that or they just don't have anything. It goes the Simpsons and then it's Oh, yeah, that's true. And like, that's it. So, so I think they're like, you know, instead of repeats, let's just not do an intro. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always a chalkboard gag, I feel like. Yes. Maybe. I guess so, I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah. So we open up uh, in the Simpsons household. Homer is sleeping. He's sleeping on Marge's side of the bed. Uh, I'm assuming he rolled over. Yep, because Marge was up uh, working out. And I didn't know Marge worked out. 
Uh, she's got to keep up that uh, that good physique. I know. I you know. <laughs> it was kind of funny watching her work out in the kitchen. Was it like a little like you know thirteen inch TV or something like? Probably. I didn't know the Simpsons had a second TV. You're right. Did you? I don't. I didn't know I that. Don't know. I think it's the first time we've ever seen a second television TV. in in the Simpsons household. Yeah. Phone rings. It's Barney on the other line calling Homer at eight a.m. I, well, I do like the fact that the phone rings. Marge is in the kitchen, literally right next to the phone. Yeah, and remember, maybe she couldn't, but maybe she couldn't hear it. Oh, what? Well, remember, this is like the nineties. This isn't like cell phone. Yep. I mean, when you call a house phone, you can have like three, four people end up answering it because you usually have a phone in every room. <laughs> that is true. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's definitely possible. But Homer is like, rah, rah, what, are, <laughs> "What are you doing? It's eight a.m. Why are you waking me up at eight a.m.?" To tell you about the greatest barbecue place in Springfield. And uh, Barney is wearing a bib from this barbecue place called Greasy Joe's Bottomless Barbecue Pit. I mean, they must have just opened. Otherwise, Homer yes, would no, probably he, he said it was like a new right. joint. Okay. Yep. Tell, yeah, it tells him about all the new joint and it's all you can eat barbecue, which, <laughs> good God, I don't know if that actually exists in real life, but... <laughs> that would I be could, I could go for some all you can eat barbecue to. probably in Texas or the south a lot of the southern states I bet you have at least one kind of dine-in option where it's all you can eat or at least they used to because I, mean, I know the really south good. the south loves their barbecue which I don't blame yeah, I mean, southern barbecue is really good I mean, we went to a lot of places in Nashville, me and mom, and yeah, yeah. I mean, they—it's just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, looks like Minneapolis has an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue. Oh, that would be really good, though. Yeah. So, except I, are they open? You come up here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess I'd have to check it out. But yeah, um, there it is, Barbecue House, all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue. Right here. Oh, oh not, Korean not a... barbecue. <laughs> so, and it looks like they have one in Mesa, Arizona. So, I mean, there's a few, few out in the world. So, yeah. hey, next time, next time we're in an area with an all-you-can-eat barbecue joint, I think we're gonna have to take Homer's <laughs> um, uh, advice and go eat there. Yep. Um, so, uh, we see obviously Marge working out in the kitchen and you know, Marge is able to kick her leg backwards all the way to her head, which, uh, physically impossible. No, 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 I, no, 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 it's not yoga. A lot of people who do yoga, cause yoga is all about stretching the muscles. There are some people uh, who can do some crazy. Have you seen gymnasts? I guess so. But I guess. I didn't know your leg can literally bend completely backwards around to the back of your skull. Okay, maybe the physics in the Simpsons is a little wonky, but there are some, I'm sure maybe some men and some women who can, who can bend their leg backwards like that because of, you know, exercise and yoga and most likely being a gymnast. So what do you think? She was doing Richard Simmons? I mean, that's Richard Simmons. Yeah. Could have been doing yeah. Richard Simmons, or yeah, uh, what yeah. was the female Jazzer size? Jazzer size. Yeah, I bet Marge was rocking some Jazzer size. Yeah. Uh, so Homer runs in and he's like, "Marge, I gotta tell you the fi- uh, 
five greatest words in uh, English language. And he goes, greasy, Joe's, bottomless, barbecue. And then he runs out on his four fingers and then pit. Yeah. One finger on. So it's like, you know, a four, four or five, five word, like the best five words in the English language. But Homer had to use a, you know, extra digit on his other hand. Well, because they only have four fingers. I know. It was kind of funny. It was. It was pretty funny. And I think he thought about it, too. Like, there was like a yeah, split yeah, second yeah. where he was trying to figure out how to get the fifth word in. And yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, should he know he only has four fingers on one hand? Yeah, probably. Uh, I do like, so Marge is like, well, you promised to limit your... Uh, uh, servings of pork to six times a week. And I feel like, you know, you could go to a barbecue joint and get other options. I'm sure they have chicken. I'm sure they have beef options. He yep. doesn't have to eat pork. No. And Marge is like, or Homer's like, Marge, I'm only human. But is he? Yeah. I mean, he might be Bigfoot. Cause don't forget. There's also an, uh, all you can eat episode where the they shrimp s- one. Yeah. So, and they had to kick Homer out because they ran out of food. Exactly. So is he, is he only human? Well, no, because remember they were paying the, the uh, what is his name? Uh, sea Captain? Sea Captain. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> the Sea Captain was like charging people to watch Homer eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Homer is not human. No. Half human, half ape. All Simpson. Maybe Neanderthal. Yep, all Simpson. So uh, then we get to, so Homer is like, why don't we do it on Saturday? And and Marge is like, well, maybe we could see if uh, Patty and Song may watch the kids. Yep. And, you know, Homer, you know, is like, they're not doing anything. Yeah. And so I love how Marge calls them at the DMV. Like, you could just answer the phone and have a civil conversation while you're at work with someone. So here's the thing. You've been to the DMV, right? <laughs> well, I get that it's slow and, and they, you know, they try to not help you as much as humanly possible. <laughs> but still, I think personal calls at the time that you're working, maybe, maybe not. I feel that yeah. might be slightly frowned upon. Now, taking forever to help the next customer. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but this is also This is also the first time we get to see where Salma and Patty work. And I do like that they're smoking on the job. Like the DMV, I guess <laughs> I don't know any other job. Maybe in the nineties, smoking at your job inside was normal. But I, I know like the in fact- the I know in the seventies and eighties, uh, on air anchors used to be able to smoke on air and drink. Yeah. So and, I mean, that's and now possible. obviously it's twenty twenty. They're not allowed to do that. But I don't think at a DMV smoking would be normal maybe in 91 i don't know maybe but yeah marge calls him and you know she's like well do you think you could watch you know bart and lisa while we go out and like well we kind of have something but sure we could do it you know do it afterwards yeah oh yeah because they were gonna go to a wedding and they're like oh we'll be out of there before the reception exactly so they they were able to watch bart and lisa while homer you know made a pig of himself um, so we see Hans Moleman for the Hans first time. Moleman. Love Hans Moleman. He's taking Moleman. an eye exam. Which, 
at first I had written down that he was doing poorly and then I rewatched the scene and I'm like, no, he's actually doing really well. And Selma voided his uh, license because of how long he took to actually read the letters. But he was reading well, yeah, them correctly. Like, you would, well, she was like, you you would have been in a car accident by now. And we learn uh, in this episode that Hans Molman's real name is Ralph Mellish, which is a reference to a Monty Python sketch. Which I have never seen. Nope, or maybe is... I have and I don't remember it. So uh, Hans Molman, real name, is Ralph Mellish. But he's still Hans Molman. He is always going to be Hans Molman. Yes. Uh, so we go to the church where Patty and Selma are at the, you know, the wedding. And we see a church sign that says 2 p.m. Peterson wedding. 8 o'clock. Hey, ride to heaven. <laughs> so... Uh, um. <laughs> That can be taken a couple different ways. I mean, are they going to onto a haunted hayride and the cart is going to fall down a cliff and they're all going to die and that's the hayride to heaven? Or is it like Revan Lovejoy doing, you know, not karaoke, but like sing-along songs with kids on the back of a hayride while they they sing? But either way, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a good sign. I love the signs yep. in The Simpsons. Oh, they're always good. And so Selma is, you know, watching everyone getting married, or the two guys getting married, and she remembers the day he, uh, she met Stanley at yep. the, you know, at the DMV. And, the and Patty really bumps him out of the way to sit, you know, to sit at lunch with him. And so he goes and sits with the, his future wife. Yep. And I love how during, like, was it during the reception or during the vows where he's like, I don't know where I would have been. Oh, when, yeah. It was during, during the during vows. The vows. It was after she was daydreaming. Yep. And I love how it was like, I don't know where I would have been had I not met you at that lunch that one time. Yep. Probably, uh, possibly married to Selma. I know. She really liked him. Mm -hmm. So after the wedding, uh, Selma and Patty go to the Simpsons to babysit Bart and Lisa. And Selma's very sad. And she's singing the song Brandy to Lisa, which... It's a very good song. And honestly, Selma, for having a smoker and having a, a really chiseled voice, sung it actually pretty decently. I mean, it still seemed... I mean, she sang it so sadly, though. Yeah. And she uh, she tells Lisa that nobody wants a 40-year-old. So we learn that Selma and Patty are 40 years old because they're twins. Yeah, exactly. So they're six years older than Marge. All right, they're okay. So, so I mean, they're definitely the. We already knew that they were the older sisters because correct during the airplane episode flashback. We, I mean, they're in their teens smoking and Marge's, you know, yeah, going to going to like kindergarten or not kindergarten, but like was it like her first day in first grade or it was like a new full grade day and they're saying what the kids will do to her, which is kind of funny. Yeah. So Homer comes in and I like how he unbelts his pants to let, you know, let out the gut after yep. his all you can eat uh, party. And then the butt on his pants pops and then his gut even falls out even farther. So here's the thing. Just because you eat all that food, your stomach is not going to expand. You're going to feel bloated and fat, but Homer is just that fat. Yeah, but I do like, you know, the whole uh, after you eat uh, turkey on Thanksgiving, you unbutton your, you know, pants. Oh, to, yeah. I mean, I think it's just more of a good feeling because your body does expand. 
not not, not the that much. Homer, not to the home the point of Homer, but your stomach does expand a little bit because you've kind of inhaled more food and and air and that's why yeah. when you burp you kind of feel your stomach compress because all that extra air that was in there let out. But yeah, you know, pulling uh pulling uh your belt off and you know giving you a little bit more stomach room. Not as much as Homer does, but it's uh it does feel a little bit good. So I like the fact they get home and you know like if you saw a movie or you saw you know you saw a TV show or you went somewhere every once in a great while you'll either text me or call me and so Homer in that style calls Barney to be like oh man that barbecue place was great and I love the fact that Patty is passed out on the couch with a cigarette in her <laughs> face snoring and Homer is just like. Uh, I think Barney heard her story and Homer's like, oh, it's just Patty. I think. Or no. I'm misremembering that scene entirely. No, I think it was just, he was like, oh, I think he thought it was like an airplane or something oh, crazy. Yeah. But it's like, oh, that's just my uh, sister-in-law. Like, but yeah, she's I mean, a heavy she sleeper though. On the couch. Heavy sleeper. Yeah, I like how Homer's like, I would drink that barbecue sauce, <laughs> you know, just Okay, so to be fair... I've had this experience. A buddy of mine got married a few years ago and at his wedding, he had beef tips and this chicken that was like doused in this white sauce. I could have drank in that white sauce. Like I, I'm fully on board with Homer right here that if a sauce tastes that good, you could drink it. And I agree with him 100%. Yep. And so then we see Selma kind of, you know, take Marge off and kind of go into the, um kitchen, kitchen and as you noted they shut at the door yeah to where did that door come from they just installed it this episode i don't know <laughs> just we'll, for this episode. we'll just have to keep an eye out for it because i don't remember any door any hinges between the two maybe uh, i'm wrong but uh give me a quick sec we'll uh we'll go to our reference scale he's gonna go uh, check his uh lego simpsons house Yep, give me one second. So as he does that, I'm going to ask, I'm going to pose a question to our audience. Is there a food that comes with a sauce where you would just drink the sauce? You can Instagram us, you can Facebook us, let us know, and we'll discuss it. Or if you have a favorite barbecue joint in Wisconsin or Minnesota, hit us up and we'll check it out. Yeah, so according to my Lego Simpson house... There is no door on either entrance to the kitchen from either so they, the living room or the den. So they created it just for this episode. Most likely just to shut off Homer so Selma and Marge could talk in private, apparently. Because yes. there's no other rooms in the house they could just go to and talk in private. Yeah, so this is where uh, yeah, Selma so, asks Marge to find her a man. Yep, and who do you think they use? Uh, Homer Simpson. because Lisa. he's <laughs> what you said who do you think they, they use to help Rosa. no 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 they well, use homer, homer homer knows how to homer knows how to find a man i don't think okay. so homer no. is not a not a very good finder of men to my knowledge no. and so marge is like well you owe me for that family vacation to the bowlers hall of fame to see a car shaped like a bowling pin and i looked this up because she mentioned st louis missouri the International Bowling Museum and Hall of Fame is located in Arlington, Texas. There is nothing in St. Louis, Missouri 
for a Bowler's Hall of Fame. Well, geez, Marge. Come on. You gotta don't know don't even remember at. where you went. Now, granted, you went to the Bowler's Hall of Fame. I, I don't think I'd remember where that was either, but you think you'd remember where you went for vacation. Yeah, you would. I mean, you should think of where you're going. I mean, I, maybe it was that boring. She just didn't no, remember. I, and, and not, I mean, Texas and St. Louis, they're not necessarily far apart, but they're in the South. So, yeah. Maybe she got a little bit closer than saying like New Hampshire or something weird, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Marge asked Homer to find Selma a husband, which is not, not even a, a boyfriend game. or anything. Just a husband. Find her a husband. That's dumb. That's a bad and idea. I, and I do like that uh, Homer's Homer's link just kind of thinking and Marge's like, no, 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 no. Someone good. Selma likes police academy movies, Hummel figurines. And walking through the park on clear autumn days. And for anybody who doesn't know what a Hummel figurine is, if you've ever seen the show uh, Better Call Saul, uh, there's a a plot that revolves around him stealing a Hummel figurine. Yeah, they're like like little uh, China figurines. Yeah, like made made from china glass and the, the, the people have like rosy cheeks on them. They're kind of like... Imagine like uh, Holland, like Denmark yeah. style, style, style figurines. And some of them are very expensive. They are. Yes. Like old people love these things for some stupid reason. <laughs> but yeah, when Homer, Homer asks Marge, he's like, oh, it's so like he didn't know who was who. And then he's like, oh, Patty chose a life of celibacy and Selma had it thrust upon her. <laughs> so Which, basically she didn't have a choice but to be celibate. Yes, because so was that. So Patty chose that, and Selma had just had to go along with it because, as we learn in the future, they're twins and they don't want to really split up. I mean, yeah. I get it, but I know enough twins in real life where they want to have their own lives. They don't want to spend them, yeah, together. So kind of weird, but I guess sisters do it differently. Yep. So Marge says these are the things you should look for in a man for Selma. Honest, caring, and well off. Homer, why should she have a better husband than you do? I know. <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote in parentheses. I really question this marriage sometimes. I mean, Homer's definitely not honest, as we learned last episode with yeah. him stealing cable. Yeah, he's not sort really of care- caring. Maybe a little bit. Oh, he's definitely not well off though. Although they make enough money to afford a decent home. Yes, and apparently a second TV, but they can't afford cable. So I also, the well-off part, I don't know. Also, going back to Marge asking Homer to find Selma a husband would be like you asking your wife to find me a wife. Yeah. I don't know if that'd be a good idea because I'm I'm very picky. Yeah, I don't I don't I, I think matchmaking is it necessarily the best solution? I know it's been a no. thing forever. I mean, obviously, sometimes, I mean, it enter, works sometimes. I mean, you enter the era of internet and you got the dating websites and all that stuff, but even that is still like algorithms trying to randomly choose you with who they think yeah. you'd be the best match with. So, matchmaking, I think it's just go out to a bar, go out with your friends, randomly find someone i mean from a lot some people online dating works something you know going just to the bar works 
Yeah. But if you kind of look at, I don't know, statistically, obviously Patty and Selma are now 40, but statistically there's a good chunk of people who meet like their future significant other in college. Like college seems to be the, probably the central, most centralized way of people find their significant other. Obviously some people meet in high school and get married. Some people meet, you know, just after college, but I would say a good chunk of people meet their significant other in college. I would also say that, so, you know, yeah. sometimes marriage isn't the best idea because statistically speaking, 50% of marriages end in divorce. So it's take the good with the now. bad. Is it? So, yeah. So it is more now. Yep. I actually just saw a recent, uh, recent poll. Uh, so we go to school and this is a, it's kind of a random turn. Yeah. Like the entire episode so far has been kind of at the Simpsons house but it sets up for later in the episode which is why it's there so we see Kabapal yeah we see Kabapal talking with Martin and Bart paired up for a science experiment yeah seems odd (laughs) but I must have been those names drawn from a hat type situation where they just got put together if I was Martin I'd be like a new partner please but Kerbapple's explaining sodium tetrasulfate. Sodium tetrasulfate. And yeah, sodium tetrasulfate. I think I got that. Yes. And she's like, you know, it'll burn your skin. It'll, you know, all this dangerous stuff about it. And she pours some in the glass and Martin's like, stop, you know, tell me what. And then as she's walking away, she spills some on the (laughs) actual table. I, I mean, you obviously. I mean, it's don't not going to gonna burn through the table. In this stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to no, burn no, through the table. But it, but. Oh, here it goes. I got it. So even as she explains that sodium tetrasulfate is highly uh, caustic and can remove your skin, Mrs. Kerbapple pours it slowly into a beaker near Bart and Martin, but then spills it on the table as she's yeah. explaining how bad it is and corrosive to your skin. That's kind of funny. Yeah. So, so then, this, then we kind of cut to takes, Homer. Yeah, it takes another weird turn. There's a couple of weird turns in here because they go back yep. to the plant and Homer uh, starts searching for Selma for a worthy man and they kind of turn him into the Terminator. Yeah, so that's a movie moment for this movie. Homer's futuristic means of analyzing potential suitors for Selma parodies the Terminator. And, and so the first person uh, Homer scans is Carl. And his uh, cons are too attractive, which, to be fair, Carl's a pretty attractive guy. Yeah. Uh, Smithers, his cons are he's a jerk, which he's a pretty good jerk to Homer. I don't know if he'd necessarily be a jerk to Selma, but he's a jerk to Homer. So Homer classifies him as a jerk. Now, the funny thing is, if this was a future episode, I bet it would be cons day. So then they go to Mrs. Finch, which I like how it was Homer knew who it was in the the gear and she she takes the helmet off. Not a man. Yeah. Although for Patty, as we learn later, she might have worked out with. Yep. So apparently uh, coordinating a pencil drop results in suspension. So the point <laughs> so Bart Melhouse and one other boy are standing around and Skinner comes up to him and he goes, I heard you guys were coordinating a pencil drop. That's true. You'll all be suspended. 
Uh, okay. Now, now a pencil drop is that something in class and everyone drops the pencils? Yes. Or is, is that exactly, like no? That is exactly how it sounds. It is literally. Or everybody... are they? Or, or do they go to the top of the roof of the school and huck pencils off the school? No, no, no. It's exactly how it sounds in class. They coordinate dropping their pencils. I've heard sounds of this. Like some, sounds like something that's more of like a viral or like a challenge, like a TikTok challenge or something stupid. Now I mean, you're not wrong, but that seems like something that would happen now, not in the '90s. But I mean, I guess kids did kind of stupid, weird things. And then I can't remember. Can you remember anything in in middle school? Or I guess yeah, tenth grade or no, ten years old. So it's like fifth. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So middle school. Which is kind of weird because they're at an elementary school. Okay, so no, six is ten, first ten grade. years old is fifth grade. Is fifth grade? Oh, fifth grade. So six is one, seven is two, eight is three, nine is four. Yep, ten is five. So fifth grade. Okay, can you? I can't really remember. I mean, fifth grade was a long time ago for me, but I really can't remember in anything in elementary school where we did things like that. No, that was more middle school, high school shenanigans. Yeah, there's even the whole, I remember the episode where Bart's like, okay, it, when they enter the door, everyone turn their desks backwards. And they, yeah. you know, enter the door and only Bart turned his desk around. Yeah. Uh, so then Bart finds a bag of sodium uh, tetrasulfate. And the funny thing is, is like Bart starts, you know, pouring it. And yeah. I'm like, and then you look at it, it's like 40 foot high letters, the word Bart. And you're like. Did he steal more than one bag? I feel like you would need way more than one <laughs> oh, bag. Oh, yeah. He had to, to steal like four your bags. And also, I feel like Bart then would have gotten caught before <laughs> before he yeah. even finished at that point. Yeah, who doesn't notice well, I'll tell bags you, of... I would say penmanship is pretty good for that Yeah, well, it's lettering. not that hard because it's you could do straight enough lines outside of maybe yeah. the B and the R. But the T is just two straight lines. The A is just three straight lines. The B has a straight line. The R has two straight lines. So it's doable. Maybe. I feel like you'd be really crooked and really off. But Bart, yeah. Bart, but he, Bart does spray painting. So, you know. Yeah. It's, it's slightly artistic. So. In a very dangerous way. So after we see Bart starting to destroy school property we go to the quickie mart and homer orders a seafood burrito which i can't imagine. <laughs> I even know they made those well you can get a seafood burrito i just can't i mean a shrimp you get shrimp tacos you put shrimp in a burrito i guess so yeah but still getting a seafood burrito from the quickie marts you know homer does eat disgusting things from the quickie mart true so he does his terminator thing with hapu and it pops up, pros, discounted snack treats, cons, dangerous profession. <laughs> and, and to this day, though, I don't think we've actually seen a who gets shot. I mean, we've seen him get almost Bob. shot by, by Sideshow Bob. I think but... we've seen the Quickie Mart robbed a couple times by Snake, but you're right. I don't think Apu ever gets shot. No, I don't think we've seen... Uh, snake hasn't appeared yet there's not yet but i'm saying yeah. i'm saying in the future oh in the future i'm just saying whole, as at as of this point oh no once saying, it's only yeah, happened once that up who's gotten robbed he's never yeah, gotten from, shot from sideshow bob yeah but well, what, the, what the joke, joke is, is the joke is that like the quickie mart is modeled after 7-eleven 
and the stereotype is those kind of places are dangerous. No, no, I get that. But in the real world of Springfield, Homer would only have known of one time of it getting robbed because he was jumping into a bag of chips. I mean, maybe he's just, maybe just jumping to a conclusion then. Ah, there you go. So then he leaves, <laughs> then he leaves the quickie mart. And I like how no named is question mark. Yep. Pros. Nice stride. <laughs> he's a good walker, apparently. Yeah. Cons. Complete stranger. But here's the thing. Some people get married and they never know each other beforehand. Well, that's a poos situation. Not necessarily uh No, the, the uh, complete average stranger. white white male. Well, no, no, I get that. Well, you're saying they can marry complete strangers. That's more like arranged marriage is like a poo. As opposed yeah. to But just because somebody is a complete But just because somebody is a complete stranger doesn't make it a con. Well, you don't know where that guy's life has been. You're not wrong, but the only way to find out is if you meet him. Yep. So, okay. So when did Homer get the call? Because I was trying to trying to pinpoint when he's driving and sees the Laramie side. We are not, we are not there yet. We okay. are not even close to that yet. So he's but driving Homer, along. So he I sees, think the timeline is really messed up then too. Yeah. So he sees the Laramie sign. Pros, smoker, cons, just a sign. <laughs> yep. So uh, we... inanimate object, probably not a good idea to marry. No, could be fun, but mm-hmm. probably not. Uh, but then we learn uh, Skinner eats school lunches. Yep. Because of the best tater toss money can buy. To be fair, sometimes school had some decent food. Yeah. I mean, our middle school was pretty damn good. Yeah. Our high school had some really good food, too. Yeah. Elementary so... school was meh. But it's yeah. elementary. I remember in elementary school, like, we got the, the menu for the week. And, like, if we didn't like something for the week, we would just take a cold lunch. So Yep, exactly. But Skinner likes uh, Lunch Lady Doris's cooking, apparently. Which we haven't learned that she's the Lunch Lady yet. Yeah, so he's smelling the tater tots. He's like, that smells like sodium tetrasulfate burning grass. And he runs outside, he runs up the, the bell tower that apparently Springfield Elementary School has, looks down, sees Bart's name written 40-foot letters, and he just screams Simpson. And to be fair, if you didn't want to get caught, you might not have want to sign your own name. Yep. And this was the second movie moment in this episode. So when uh, Skinner runs up the staircase, you kind of see it at the, the top angle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is uh, recalls the final scene from Hitchcock's Vertigo. So now two episodes in a row, we get some uh, Hitchcockian uh, movie moments. Yep. So he pulls Bart out of class and there is a stack of folders for Bart's permanent record. And they include vandalism. Tardiness, rude behavior, making faces, and miscellaneous trouble, and there's nine total folders. Yeah, I do love, you know, making faces. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know how many specific faces you can make to have a folder that thick, but I get accepted. (laughs) I mean, I get rude behavior, I get vandalism, because Bart does that all the time, as is, you know, the Bart writing in the in the grass. Yeah. But we don't really see Bart tardy. Not yet. 
I oh, think yeah. in the in the future we do get a lot of Bart tardiness. And there's the Chowda episode where the Chowda. whole episode, the Chowda episode, Chowdare, Chowdare, where Bart, the whole episode's about Bart being tardy, yes. and not not showing up for school. So we do know Bart is tardy to does you know not show up to school. Yeah. Um, but this apparently, kind of the really big first glimpse of. Obviously, watching a lot of Simpsons episodes, we know Bart is a troublemaker. But this is pretty early on a good indication that Bart is a terrible person. Yep. And so I like how Bart tries to pass it off, pass the blame onto other Barts. He's like, there maybe are no other Barts. <laughs> maybe it was one of the other Barts. Maybe it was oh, Bort. Bort. <laughs> God. Oh, I can't wait for that episode. That was a good one. That was a good one. So Skinner makes, I love how Skinner makes Bart call Homer. Yeah. Not, why wouldn't you do it? You're the principal. I know. It's so weird. And so we see work, which is Klondike 56832. Mm-hmm. Home is Klondike 56754. And apparently Homer drinks during the middle of the day. Yes. And, and, and calls Moe's Tavern. And that's Klondike 51239. So now we know Moe's Mo's phone number. Now we can prank phone call Mo. Which yep. So Bart calls Mo and asks... Yep, so so Bart calls uh, uh, Mo in the middle of the day. Bart's like, hello, is Homer there? Homer who? Homer who? Which, I was like, what? You <laughs> obviously know who Homer is. <laughs> and, I, and I almost wonder if, that now I get that it was going to be a prank phone call, but I yeah. wonder if Bart just, in the thought of his mind, was like, Homer who? Okay, that's it. I'm getting you. Homer sexual. Wait a second. Let me check. And then he's like, homosexual, uh, come on, come on. One of you guys has got to be a homosexual. And, <laughs> and I love the I'm fact so that like, Homer is oh, there no. laughing. I know. It was like, oh no, you rotten little punk. If I ever get a hold of you, I'll stick my teeth into your cheek and rip your face off. Man, so, I was getting violent. So, and this is when Skinner takes the phone and Mo recognizes Skinner's voice, which begs the question. I don't, we've never seen Mo and Skinner interact. So how does Mo necessarily, unless, I mean, he has Mo's number. So obviously they've called Mo's Tavern at least a handful of times. To find, to find Homer sexual? To find Homer Simpson. Or just Homer. Just, <laughs> oh, Homer Simpson. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just like, oh, Skinner, Skinner, our lines must've gotten crossed. <laughs> and so, I'm like, I mean, maybe, I guess the nineties phone lines got crossed quite a bit. Yeah. So then, uh, Homer's, uh, does his Terminator thing of, on principal Skinner pros uses big words, dislikes the boy, well-groomed cons. Possible homosexual. Homosexual. <laughs> oh, that was so awesome. And so oh, they, uh, they're they talking about Bart and Homer's like, ah, enough about the boy. And he invites Skinner over for dinner and Bart clearly well, doesn't first like asked, like, Yeah, well, he asks, is like, do you have a significant other at home? Now, I wrote this at the very end of my notes but I don't know if we want to talk about it now, but I was like, where's Skinner's mom in all this? Well, she because has 
She hasn't been introduced yet. I or know, but it just wait, wait, wait. Really... When's the cherry? Like, this would have been a episode. great episode. Wait, wait. When's oh, the yeah, cherry bomb happened. episode? Yeah. So she was. So maybe they forgot about her. I don't know. It just so, seems so weird that Skinner's mom has such a hold on his life, dating life, personal life. Like I, I, it seems kind of weird that she was never. Yeah. But we really don't, but here's the thing. You're getting ahead of yourself. We really don't know anything about that yet. So in the context of this episode, it makes perfect sense that Skinner would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm free. I'm single. Yeah, But we, but we, we learn how much of a mama's boy Skinner is though. She even like said, "Oh, oh, your nickname is Spanky. Like we, we know that Skinner is a mama's boy from that episode. Like we do, we yeah, we but we don't know how much control she has of his life. So if I she's, feel like if she's getting a tour of Springfield Elementary with her son. She has a lot of control. But here's the other thing: we don't know that she lives in Springfield. Yeah, we she do. could have been. We, we know that they live together, but we know not that in that episode. Not in that episode. We don't. All well, she don't was worry. doing, all she was doing, was visiting the school. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Which episode was that? Do you remember? Uh, like ten or eleven, I think. I don't know. Oh, was it early on? Yeah, it wasn't. It was, I think it was first season. Was it Crepes of Wrath? Yeah, it was Crepes of yeah, Wrath. Yeah, it was Crepes of Wrath. Really, we only see Agnes for like two minutes in that episode. Yeah, I guess. All right, fine. Point made. But I still feel like okay. So let's say we did know what what the future held. I, but we I don't. Like, I know we, we don't. don't. <laughs> let's just let's just say let's. Okay, so let's say we're reviewing a future episode, and we're like, we come back to this moment and say, "Where the hell was Skinner's mom in all of this?" I feel but like that's when we talk about it. <laughs> all right, fine. But I, I still feel like she would have control over his dating life, which I feel like in the future episodes she does have control over his dating life. It's also possible, you know, we don't see it. We obviously, we don't see it, but he could have been, he could have gone home and like, Hey, I have a date tonight. And she's like, okay. And like, I mean, I know we're going to get down to it, but asking, you know, someone to marry her, I feel like Skinner's mom should have had a piece in this, you know, like introducing it to his mother or I don't know. There could have been so many ways, even if it was for another two minute shot, to it's, have Agnes in this episode. It's also it possible they didn't think they were ever going to bring Agnes back. Uh, I guess so. I guess it's entirely possible. Yep. Maybe. Well, let's, we'll see when she comes in again. So okay. after so he, after he invites Mr. Skinner, I do love the fact that Homer does the excellent bit. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think it's I, Homer taking on Mr. Burns's persona Definitely not very homery, I guess. But he got he got the job done. I think that was yeah. kind of it. He's like, you know what? Or did he get I the mean, job done? Right, because Homer screws everything up. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you like Cards Against Humanity? I sure do. Well, what if you could play Cards Against Humanity Simpson style? That would be amazing. Well, now you can. Check out cardsagainstthesimpsons.com to buy your very own set of Simpsons Against Humanity. You know, I see a lot of podcasts give out discount codes. Is there a promo code I could use? There sure is. Use promo code SIMPSONSPOD. That's S-I-M-P-S-O-N-S-P-O-D. 
to receive a 10% discount on Cards Against Humanity, the Simpsons way. Ay, caramba, that's a good deal. But for all of our listeners out there, if you want a better deal, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to get a different promo code to save even more. That is correct. So head over to Facebook, The Simpsons Did It page, Instagram, Simpsons Did It pod, and Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC to get that code. And as always, everything's coming up Millhouse. So we go to The Simpsons house and they're watching football. So maybe it's a Saturday night or a Friday night because I know college airs some football games on Friday night. And we don't know who they were watching because we do know NFL is in the Simpsons universe. Yeah, but, but they didn't have Thursday, also, but they didn't have Thursday night football back in 91. No, but we do also know that fictional Foot, minor yeah. league teams do exist in the Simpsons universe as well. So we and don't I know do if like it was the, NFL I that do, they were watching. Yeah, I do like the fact that they uh, show the replay of the guy getting his helmet and shoes knocked off because, you know, yes. football is a violent sport. And we do like that. Uh, we do like to see uh, people getting hurt multiple times over and over and over. Again. <laughs> yeah. Well, imagine like hockey nowadays, man. When someone gets a stick to the face or checked really hard into the boards and obviously was injured on the play, we get to see that replay like twenty times. Yeah. Yeah, we so do. So I definitely think I definitely think that it's uh, something people want to watch on mm-hmm. TV over and over again. So Homer introduces Skinner to the wrong sister. Which, to be fair, they're twins, but their hairstyles are really the only thing that differentiate them. Plus, if you notice in this episode, Selma wears earrings that are in the shape of an S. Yes. Yep. So that's that uh, the be, other that way to tell them. For the about. audience, if you don't, if you if you if you don't know the hairstyle thing, because they don't wear yeah. those earrings all the time. I don't. I think this might be the only episode where you actually see the earrings. But yeah. the hairstyle is the way to tell the difference. And I think they also, just like the Simpsons, they wear the same clothes pretty much all the time. Yeah. And I think it's like Patty's in uh, like a purple dress and Selma's in like a pink dress. Yeah. Or something along those lines. I don't think their clothing is the same. No. So after that, uh, they have dinner and Skinner's all infatuated with Patty and they're try Marge is trying to steer Skinner to Selma, but it's just not working. Or am I getting ahead of myself? No. What are you talking about? The dinner scene where they're talking about uh Patty and Selma's trip to Egypt. Oh yeah, yeah. Am I in the right spot? Yep, that was Yep. Okay. And so they really didn't do a good job and Skinner asks Patty out on a date and so, uh, Selma and Patty are driving home and Selma's like, you're taking this date. Because yep, she hasn't had a date, Patty's first date yeah. in, 25 in 25 years, years, which means her first date, she was 15 years old. And she hasn't had a date since she was 15. It must have been really bad. Yeah. Well, again, Patty chose... Remember, Patty chose celibacy. So... Exactly. So she must have had a really horrible experience dating and she's like you know what that's it but i do like how they stop at the quickie mart yep and you know patty gets her because she's kind of like kind of frustrated and upset so she wants to smoke more Mm -hmm. so she smokes lady laramie 100s and i I like how when she hands him the pack opus says smoke them in good health (laughs) yeah because you know smoking cigarettes you can do that in good health 
Exactly. I think, yeah. Good job, so, Pooh. I yes. like it. It must, must have been a joke on people, uh, you know, smoking. Yeah. So now we go back and, to the school and, and we see Bart getting punished. And we get our first look at groundskeeper Willie. And I love it. I love, there's so many good yep. side characters. It's so good. And I love the fact that. The groundskeeper is definitely one of them. Yeah. And I love the fact. So Skinner's kind of in love and Bart's like, oh, I learned my lesson. Skinner's like, all right, get out of here. And Willie's like, you'll be back. You haven't seen the last of Willie. I know. Which, and that that's definitely one of Willie's main quotes. Kind of yeah. like, you know, Bart's don't have a cow man and stuff. Like, that's definitely one of Willie's uh, You haven't quotes seen the last of Willie. Quite often. I can't really do the Irish accent. Yep. Scottish accent? Scottish. Yeah, I can't really do that. Don't get it mixed up. Willie, Willie will come and uh, beat you up. Yeah. But it, we also learn we also learn because uh, Skinner asks uh, Bart, what's, his, what's uh, Patty's favorite candy? And Bart's, you know, cherry cordials. Yep. And so we go back to uh, the Bouvier residence and we see Patty's lips getting waxed with, uh, gee, your lip looks hairless. <laughs> uh, Must be some really good, uh, really good, uh, some wax. Yeah. And so Skinner comes to the door and he's like, I got you some cherry cordials. Or, I heard you like some cherry cordials. Like, yeah. They're okay. And then hucks them behind her <laughs> into the apartment. Uh, I, I I like, I feel like Patty tried to do her best early on to sabotage the date, but Skinner is just so infatuated that he's like, it's fine. So then they go to the revolving restaurant and food tastes better when you're revolving. It's a, it's a fact. Yeah. Does so, it, does it taste better when you're revolving? Uh, I've never I mean, eaten. I've only eaten I think, I have. I've been at one revolving restaurant in my life, and it was it was meh. It was all uh, right. As you said here, it does look like the Space Needle, which they probably did on purpose. I've actually been in the Space Needle, and it does not revolve. Oh, that's sad. They well, should have made that a revolving restaurant. <laughs> uh, and the sign says, welcome um, to the sit and rotate room. So is there a yep. non-sit so, rotate room? Is there a stand and rotate yes. room? No, no, no. So in in uh, revolving restaurants, so the one I was at, there are two places you can sit. You can sit okay. in the place that revolves, or you can sit in the place that sits the, just permanently. And my guess is, is it's for people who don't want to get dizzy. And I mean, if you have like not necessarily vertigo, but motion if you sickness. have motion sickness or anything like that, it's we sat in the part that rotates. And I'll tell you, watching the people not rotate. Kind of gets you a little bit dizzy because <laughs> you're because you're spinning around and staring at something at a fixed point, and so staring outside is probably more beneficial than staring in the restaurant at uh, people. Now, here's the other stupid thing about the restaurant we were at: is it actually spins in both directions. At one point, it'll stop and spin you the other direction. That might also be for motion sickness as well, because if you spin the same direction multiple times, that's how you get dizzy. But yeah. to kind of un balance yourself you spin in the other direction too yeah but i think that is stupid i think you just spin the restaurant slower maybe or i don't know i guess i don't know the physics behind revolving restaurants and getting dizzy no i've but never been to a revolving restaurant of, eh, maybe rec- i'd recommend it maybe one time 
but it's not really worth the hype, I don't think. So I, I like how when they sit down, like this is, you know, you, you go, you get the person from their home, you go to dinner and then you go to a movie. That's kind of your standard, maybe first day, whatever. But I like yeah. how Patty sits down and thinks the date is going bad literally already before they even eat. <laughs> like, yeah. But Skinner thinks, oh, this is the best date ever. Um, and I do like how Skinner knows the waiter after he yells to get help. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Skinner has been at least a principal since 1971 because the waiter was from the class of 71. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps us determine Skinner's age at all or how old he would have to be in 71. Well, that's 20. And then 20 years. do the math. He's probably like... So maybe he was 30? I mean, when when can you become a principal? I guess you have to kind of be an educator. And I mean, you just don't jump straight to principal. No. So I'm going to guess he's probably like 55, to be honest. I mean, maybe he's younger. So he became Well, no. I mean, if he's 55, so 71, 91 is 20 years. So if he's 55. 35, Steve. That would, the math is easy. 35. <laughs> There we go. All right. Got it. So, I mean, I guess so. 35 when he became a principal. That's, that sounds about right. Yeah. That so, right. so, as you can then, see so from the difference those... in age is around. Well, the difference in age then would be 15 years. Well, that seems kind of stretching it, maybe. Well, maybe not. 15 year age gap. I guess that's kind of doable yeah. in that. Uh, time time frame in their ages so 55 and 40 i mean if you're looking for a husband i mean you're not too picky on on age gaps yeah so from the springfield revolving restaurant you can see a prison riot a man threatening to jump while standing on an apartment ledge and a garish neon sign reading house of tires i kind of wonder where they are within city limits are they in the bad part of springfield i guess i don't know where the springfield penitentiary is but I feel like this revolving restaurant is on the other side of the tracks of Springfield. Yeah, maybe. Or it's by the other side of the tracks. Yeah. But I do like how those things are literally right outside the windows. <laughs> like, uh, the, like the Springfield Penitentiary is right outside the window of this revolving restaurant. And apparently mm-hmm. just as tall. Because yeah. it's, you. I mean, it's sli- a slight downward angle that you see it, but... I would feel like this revolving restaurant has to be at least 30 stories up. Yeah. Probably. But that I thought that was kind of far. And then you get the, the sign of, you know, house of tires, which once again, I feel like that's in more of the bad part of Springfield and not necessarily the good part of Springfield. Although we don't quite know where Patty and Selma live or where Skinner, I feel like Skinner lives in the nicer area of Springfield where Patty and Selma live in the not so nice area of Springfield. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But then, so after dinner, they go to Space Mutants 5, the land down under, which obviously takes yeah, place Australia. in uh, Australia. Now, what was, was it Space Mutants 4 or 3 with the, the, the tall tail head? I believe it was 3. Was it 3? So there was uh, an additional uh, Space Mutants out between... This episode, the man, they're pumping those movies out fast. <laughs> yeah, so Skinner Cheap tries to, to imitate uh, 
a high school couple and tries to put his arm around Patty and Patty's like, don't even do it. Cause Patty doesn't like to be touched. Yes. I thought that was really hilarious. Like that Skinner would try to pull a. Yeah. So um, Skinner doesn't really like the movie, but he asked Patty out again and she says, Oh, that's my Taekwondo, my Taekwondo class. And then he's like, how about Thursday? Oh, that's my cooking class. And then she goes, Oh, I'm going shopping. Uh, grocery shopping you can come with me then if you'd like i mean that's not necessarily the best date i guess but oh no so they went to go see space mutants 4 so it was it was it was the next one in the in the uh series that's the word i'm looking for yeah so space mutants 5 they're already on 5 so who knows how long these movies have been in production but we saw one year ago. So, I mean, if, if the Simpsons, obviously no one ages, but if we're talking Simpsons chronological, one year ago makes sense for Space Mutants 4, and now Space Mutants 5 is out. Yeah. And so, uh, Bart, so obviously Skinner's smitten now. Skinner's all in love and doesn't have a care in the world, and Bart's egg Skinner's car, and he kind of has a pissed look on his face, but then he kind of waves and says, He doesn't Yay. egg Skinner's car, he eggs Skinner. Or Skinner, that's right. And Skinner's like, ah, whatever, I'm in love. And the school is running amok because Skinner's in love. He doesn't care. Kids are out of control. He doesn't care. Yep. And then Skinner and Patty, you know, actually, eventually they hit it off. And, you know, because we get the whole slapping and then eventually we kind of wind up at the at the house. Yep. And or uh, apartment, I guess. And they finally kiss and Selma sees them through the eye hole. And, you know, that's it. I mean, you know, the, that that's it for her life, basically. She's like, okay, well, if they're going to be together, I got to I gotta get there. And so she, I guess I don't know where this necessarily happens, because Homer's at the bar during happy hour, which is between 5 and 5.30. Like, the, the timeline for this episode just seems just really off. Like this whole yeah. episode, the timeline just seems. Are kind you of sure off. that's the right spot? Or are you? Or was that when Bart calls Homer? No, no, no. This is a, this is the other time with Barney. Or was that the same time? No, no, no. Because Homer during the prank call, sitting in the middle of the bar. There's another part where Homer's sitting at the end of the bar, and I think that's when he talks to Barney about uh, getting together with Selma. Oh at the yeah, bar. yeah, yeah. And so, like like I said, the timeline of this episode just seems really off to me. But I did miss one part. So while Skinner's, during kind of the montage of Skinner seeing the school run amok, Bart spray paints a kind of a crude woman stick figure thing on the on the brick wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, Skinner kind of imagines it to be Patty and, once again, doesn't care. But I love how Bart drew boobs on it. Because <laughs> you know, last episode or last episode, we learned that he finally learned maybe what boobs look like because he watched Adult uh, Networking. Uh, so, so then uh, Bart and Skinner go to the Family Jewelry's Family Jewels Jewelry Store. Tried to say that five times fast, so that Skinner can buy a an, an engagement ring for Patty because he wants to ask her to marry her, him. And I love how Bart goes with him, like. Uh, now, now the the time, like I said, this timeline seems crazy. Now, was it after school? Like, did Skinner like, hey, Bart, you know your sister Patty really well. Come with, <laughs> come with me to this uh, jewelry store. Well, clearly, uh, it's after school. I guess, 
And then, I don't know. I mean, if you were at a jewelry store and you saw a guy walk in with a 10-year-old looking to buy a wedding ring, I might call the cops. I wouldn't. Why no. would you call the cops? They would just assume that it's his son. Do you really? They look nothing alike. <laughs> and what's your point? I Come on. A 10-year-old no, walking around call. with a middle-aged man. They wouldn't call the cops. Seems, seems kind of weird. I feel so, like it's kind of weird. So Selma gets dolled up for her date with Barney. And Barney shows up and he brought a bottle of schnapps. And there's also a fly buzzing around him. Yep. And when he leaves, the, the fly winds up inside Selma and Patty's mm-hmm. apartment. So Barney leaves without his fly. It's kind of mm-hmm. sad. I wonder if it was his pet. His pet fly. Yep. So then we cut to Skinner and Patty back at the school. And he's carrying up, uh, carrying Patty up the stairs like Quasimodo did. And as with Esmeralda and the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the 1939 live action version. I don't think they did it in the cartoon version, but this is the actual reference. Yeah, I've never uh, seen the live action one. No. And, and I don't think I've ever seen the how, uh, I want to know I want to know how far he carried Patty because Patty's a grown woman and the last time we saw him run up he got vertigo, so I mean, that doesn't seem like a good idea. No, but when you're in love, maybe your uh, strength can help you carry on. Maybe. Eh, it's possible. So then, um, so Pat, uh, Principal Skinner had taken the uh, sol- sodium tetrasulfate and burned it in the ground. Patty, will you marry me? And he pops the question. And Patty says she can't do it because she has Selma as a twin sister and they have a special bond and principal Skinner gets it and he's not, you know, I'm sure he's devastated, but he understands how much uh, self, uh, sodium tetrasulfate does this school have? The better question <laughs> is why do they have it? <laughs> I mean, I get it for science. Like if you're going to use it in science class that I, that in I get. fifth grade and actually Maybe. I think Bart's in fourth, even though he's 10. Maybe. But yeah, I don't quite understand why the school has an inordinate supply of, I mean, but then, okay, so the other thing, the other question is, was Patty Marry Me in the same spot where Bart was written? And if so, I feel like the grass would not have grown back quite yet for Skinner to be able to write that. Yeah. Then again, we don't know how long they were dating. It seems like time... As we learned in the last episode, time is so up in the air. I mean, they could have been theoretically dating for five months before Skinner popped the question. Although it did feel much faster than that. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, it could have been five, six months. So, yes, the grass would have grown back at that point. But also, during a school year, you kind of experience winter in Springfield. So, the snow would have covered up the, the grass. I don't... It it just seems so weird to me, and we'll get to it in just a minute when Bart gets, you know, has to do the, the. but it looks like, it almost looks like Skinner's like, damn it, Bart did his name, I did Patty Marry Me, let's just 
burn off the whole <laughs> damn field yeah. and bark and start from scratch. I kind of jumped ahead, but yeah, 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 it did. So Skinner's de- uh, devastated. He's walking around Springfield Elementary. He's a sees a sign for the school that says Bart Simpson, owner and proprietor, and he goes, "Well, tomorrow is another school day." So clearly and they're still a, in school. Yes, but this is another movie moment. Mm-hmm. So Principal Skinner declares tomorrow is another school day, uh, a la Gone with the Wind. Tomorrow is another day. Yep. So, so this, uh, c- this, this episode featured four movie moments. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah. So, so then after that... We uh we go to the bar where apparently Barney took Selma to Moe's for a date. Now, granted, Barney probably doesn't have a lot of money, but geez, <laughs> dude, did you see his apartment? Barney does not have a lot of money. Yeah, but apparently Barney has a huge tab going at uh, at Moe's. Well, that's not really surprising. No, and it's surprising that Moe continues to let Barney have a tab. I mean, you know. And so one other thing that we learned during their date, uh, Selma's telling or Barney's telling Selma that after his time in the service, that's really all we got from the story. I'm like, I'm trying to think when did Barney go to the army (laughs) Uh, after high school? Maybe. I don't remember him enlisting, although do you remember much from uh, the Arnie Ziff episode with his future plans after high school? I don't know if they necessarily said anything no they didn't say anything all right so we'll put a pin in that to see if we get any other future mention of barney being in the army and so selma breaks up with well not really breaks up says or patty walks in i'm sorry patty walks in and says i'm done with skinner and someone's like thank god get me out of here yeah so she leaves barney's devastated Mo says, time heals all wounds, and then two seconds later, Barney is better because he gets an entire pitcher of beer to himself. Exactly. <laughs> so, obviously, Barney cares more about beer than dating yes. anyone. Yes, he does. So, then we go to the final scene. Bart is planting seed for the grass while Homer, or Homer, Skinner and Willie are watching on. Skinner has a drink in his hand. He's sitting down relaxing, and... uh as as they watch, Willie proclaims, I told you you would be back. Freeze frame, credits roll. Yep, and as we see, as I mentioned, Bart apparently has to seed the entire field now. Like I'm like, like I said earlier, I'm like, did they just burn off the entire lawn because of Probably. all the writing that, that they've the been doing? That would be the easiest way to replant stuff. I guess Granted, but then I at that don't point, think the grass would regrow after burning the grass because you're going to burn the roots and you're going to ruin the soil. Yeah, at that point, your smarter bet would be sodding instead of planting seeds. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess technically it's cheaper to plant seeds. I mean, more yeah. back breaking labor, but <laughs> it's definitely cheaper to plant seeds. So yeah. the school, you know, it's a public school, probably not, didn't get the funding. Yeah. And I feel like if uh, uh, Superintendent Chalmers had already been introduced, we would have got a huge Chalmers <laughs> or huge Skinner oh, yeah. out of this. Yeah. So, so I, I enjoyed this episode, as I said at the beginning, 
Uh, it's not one of their better ones for this season. Uh, I know you thought the timeline was wonky, but I thought it was fine. I thought the episode flowed pretty well. Got another prank call from Bart. I think some of the jokes land. Some of them don't. I mean, this is like one of the first episodes where they really revolve the episode around a secondary character. So they did a good job. I'm sure they planned this out as a Valentine's Day episode. I'm going to go with a, uh, I think it was average. I'm going to go with a three, don't have a cow man. It's, it's yeah. not their best effort, I think. Uh, but it's it's definitely not their worst. So it's a good episode. You get Groundskeeper Willie, you get Hans Mole Man, but I just don't think there's really anything memorable about the episode. So. No, and I, I'm definitely with you on the three. I mean, it's definitely not the best, definitely not the worst middle of the road type type episode. The only thing that really kind of saddens me is last episode. I mean, after our rating of it, we were, we were raving on it. I mean, we gave it, we both gave it a five to follow up yeah. with this kind of, of a, not, I, like I said, I don't want to say a dud of an episode. Cause it was definitely, it definitely had its moments, but to go from a high, a high, high peak for us anyways, our, our ratings, obviously a high, yeah. high peak, to middle of the road just seems like, I don't know. It, 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 like you said, they're focusing on not Simpson related characters and, you know, maybe the writers just didn't necessarily know where to go with them because of the whole timeline. They did a lot more cutting back and forth. We were at Moe's, we were at Bart's school, we were at Quickie Mart, we were at the nuclear power plant. Like it, it just seemed like, how the timeline progressed through each individual segment of the episode Mm -hmm. just didn't flow right with me. Like it just didn't, didn't have it. But like you mentioned, the jokes, the majority of them landed. I love the introduction of new characters. I mean, it's always, it's always great to see where first, you know, shows up and we get the classic mole man, just the classic moment. I don't know what's going on sort of you know old man old man mole man <laughs> old man old man mole man that's pretty good i like it um but yeah that's where i said i'm gonna go with the three as well so let's finish it off with our character profile of the principal seymour skinner which you know took the pretty pretty good uh epi- pretty much the whole episode yep. uh so skinner occupation principal of springfield elementary school his nickname, as we have already learned, is Spanky. Yep. Uh, his resident still lives with his mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't make, I'm sure he doesn't make too much as a principal, but I feel like he could afford, if Homer Simpson can afford a, <laughs> I don't know, three, four bedroom home in Springfield, I feel like Skinner could do the same, especially with Marge as a housewife. Oh, Homer's yeah. providing for the entire family. So I feel like Skinner could at least afford a decent apartment. Maybe. Um, Or he just wants to hoard as much money as he possibly can before moving out. There you go. Uh, His education, according to the students, he knows everything. Uh, Reputation, I don't know where this came from. Uh, Renowned stuffed shirt. Or, yeah, I I guess I don't quite understand. Do you? Do you know where that comes from? I have no freaking idea. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, His speech (laughs) uses big words. Yeah. Uh, turn-ons, orderliness, promptness, respect, and good grooming. 
Yeah. His turnoffs, chaos, which really is kind of contradictory almost to this episode because he let the school go to complete chaos when he was in love. Yep. Uh, tardiness, disrespect, and Bart Simpson. I think all four of those things just go together. They do. But it's funny how much... Well, I guess when Skinner left for the army, as we'll talk about in a future episode, the school goes to complete chaos and he gets it back in order. So I could see where chaos kind of, you know, unruliness comes from. And even on an early in the episodes, we you see Skinner, like, you know, pointing at all the students and getting them to tone down and not be so rambunctious. Yeah. Uh, so... Where can everyone find us? Because people want to go look for us. I'm yep. sure. Um, so you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just type the Simpsons Did It Podcast and click on our page. And make sure to follow us. Uh, you can uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, the Simpsons Did It Pod. You can follow us on Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. You can email us at the Simpsons Did It uh, Podcast at gmail.com if you want to you know, let us know how we're doing, uh, what you like to see in the future, what you might not like. Um, also, we really have not mentioned it because it's only really one place. But uh, one thing I would like to see a little bit more of, anyone who does listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you can actually submit a review, um, I think starting next week, we're going to start reading some of our reviews from Apple Podcasts because we have gotten quite a few. Um, so I think it'd be kind of cool once a week to read some of the reviews that we're getting from Apple Podcasts. So if you'd like to hear yeah. your name and our review mentioned on the podcast, be sure to check it out. Um, and like I said, if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, not a big deal. Don't worry about it. But if your listening platform is Apple, make sure to give us a rating and review. Um, and finally, we uh, just we did it last episode, but we're going to do it for pretty much every episode, hopefully from here on out. But we'd like to thank uh, 51 Yellow for making our awesome Simpsified podcast graphic. So if you would like to be Simpsified, right now they're doing 70% off all orders. So head over to yellow 51 or 51yellow.com to check them out and see what they're all uh, for. Mm-hmm. They did a very fantastic job. Yep. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.